are you doing out there? This is Scott with Mike, and we're going to tell you the truth tonight. And Mike, did you hear about the Alaska Airlines um, pilot that for some reason decided he wanted to shut off the plane's engines in the middle of a flight? No, I really didn't hear about that. Tell us about it. Well, he is being charged with 83 or 82 counts of attempted murder because of it. And oh. evidently the other two pilots subdued him and they diverted the flight to Portland. But um, it's just, you know, they never lost the power. Um, and they secured their air aircraft without incident. But I, I don't know what this guy was thinking. I never heard of a pilot doing that. Neither have I. Neither have I. He, well, it takes a, a while to restart the engine, but it's okay. I'm glad they restarted their engines. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it, it never stopped, but it's just crazy. It is crazy. Totally ludicrous, but yeah. Yeah. He's charged with 83 counts of attempted murder. <laughs> Oh my God. And reckless endangerment and the count of endangering an aircraft. <laughs> wow. I, why did he do that? It's like crazy. Well, I heard of all different kind of crimes in my in my time, but you know, hey, not really that, but <laughs> Alaskan Airlines. Well, yeah. <laughs> remind me not to fly Alaskan Airlines. <laughs> uh, Never know. You might have to sprout wings or. Swim a long way. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a 76 seat Embraer uh, 175 plane. I never heard of that before, but this, um, but he was sitting in what's called a jump seat, and he was an off-duty pilot. And typically, off-duty airline pilots um, sit in a jump seat of the flight deck behind the pilot to fly back to their home base if seats are available. So that's where he was sitting. But it, it's just, it's hard to believe that somebody would try to do that in the middle of a flight, especially a pilot, you know? You would think that, right? But, um... Crazy. At 44 years old, he should have known a whole lot better than do all that kind of crazy shit. But, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be... <laughs> he threw his life away, put it that way, I mean... Oh yeah, he'll have no problem making friends where he's going, I'm sure. <laughs> Just don't bend over and yeah. get the soap. <laughs> For sure. Now, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That's the first time I've ever heard. Well, that is true. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure the crew had to uh, follow up with uh, the FAA procedures and guidelines, you know, from the air traffic control. You yeah. Know? I'm sure. And I'm sure the FAA grilled the hell out of both of them. You know? Yeah. Hey, Mike, what, what happened to that guy that got um, killed today that they thought might have been mentally ill and that the police had to respond to in Baltimore? Well, as, I, as I got the story, uh, it was a fella who, who was mentally sick, okay, and the uh, cops were called multiple times to that address, okay? And I believe that the cop was in fear for his life, so he shot him, okay? So, uh, even the mother has lost all the respect for the cops in that area, 
you know, I don't blame her. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's just ludicrous. Shooting somebody, I guess, because you wanted to or you thought they were going to hurt you. You know. Yeah, I hear you right when you said the guy emptied his clip of his gun into the guy. I'm not sure exactly how many. How many shots were fired or what, but I know that he was deceased right there on the scene, but that's unbelievable. I'm yeah, telling the guy only had a knife, right? I don't know what kind of weapon he had, to be honest with you. Um, oh. And I don't want to lead our witnesses or listeners into no false statement, but uh, I'm not sure. I, I would tend to say, hypothetically, that he didn't have a weapon. Oh, that's sad, you know? Well, my question really is, so, let's say he didn't have a weapon. What's this officer going to be charged with? You know? How, how do they justify shooting somebody that many times? When he, you know, I mean, yeah, they saved the, the woman's life, or evidently the woman was being attacked or whatever, but it just... It's a little excessive. There needs to be something done, you know. There needs to be some kind of rules and regulations when it comes to force. Well, this, this young guy, Eric, the, the cops knew that address for, for, like I said before, multiple calls to that address. Okay. So, I mean, they should have kind of looked the other way. He's not going to harm me. He's just a, a man who's sick, you know. But um, they could have uh, tasered him or something like that. But to yeah, shoot, really. to, but to shoot him, I mean, that's if they really were in fear for their life. But as I understand the story, uh, I believe that there wasn't a weapon found in his in his hand. But the story does talk about him having a knife, though, right? No, that's no, that wasn't the right one. Uh, this, oh. The story that the young boy didn't have a knife. Oh, he, really? he was just, yes, and um, he, the, the, he was just shot. Because uh, at that crazy. point, at that point, I believe the uh, officer was in fear for his life. Uh, so, well. like I said before, if, if, you know, somebody has to say, well, that wasn't called for. Let's not just give him administrative leave. Either put him on trial, fire him, whatever it takes. But don't give him the job back. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, so that, that's the simple way of looking at it. And uh, you still have people going around saying defund the police department. You know? Yeah, really. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of stupid. So, <clears throat> so how are the police going to learn new tactics or whatever? If you're defunding them, you can't. You can you only only given so much money, and that's it. Yeah, operating on less money and hiring, you know, just anybody that decides to be a police officer is not going to work. They need to have some more.
tell you what, I give I give a lot of credit to the firefighters. You know, I give them a lot of credit where credit's due. After all, every day they run the burning buildings, chanting their lives, whatever it takes to do their job. Yeah. But you know, uh, a cop, on the other hand, I'm sure he or she takes his or her life in her hands every time he or she kisses the husband or wife goodbye every morning. You never know if you're coming home that day or not. Yeah. The husband or wife could be, you know, thinking as soon as you leave, this is the day I get a call. You know. That's why a lot yeah. of women. That's why a lot of women they break up with uh, their boyfriends. They want them to change jobs. They don't, so they leave them. Yeah. So you know, hey, it is a dangerous job either way you look at it. Either profession, fireman or, or firefighter. You know. I I. I I don't like the ones who they're retired and um, they uh, flashed your badge to get in somewhere or preach that you, they used to be a cop. So what? It doesn't cut the cheese right now. You're a retiree. You know? Yeah. But anyhow, hey. Hey, with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up on tonight. So, Scott, thank you again for showing up. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening in. And uh, we'll be gone for a few days. So, with that said, next time. Till next time, eat your proper foods, stay in good health, and may God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye. Good night, everybody.